whatever the big three like Beal, KD, Booker until the end like Kevin KD didn't really shoot well so it's just like you got to take advantage of that the fact that that's probably why you were up 20 points right um they didn't shoot well I've said it again and I'll keep saying it like the roster will be shaken up things will happen but you got to do it at the right time you got to do it for the right pieces you can't make a move just to make a move but with this I feel like they beat themselves and that's the sucky part about it that's the awful part so it's a hard pill to swallow welcome to the sports ethos kings cast it's daily joined by my co-pilots naima and elizabeth what's going on first quarter kings look like they're in a flow state and i'm laughing as i'm reading this uh, every starter got on board early. Herter gets two steals. HB had eight points and was attacking early. Monk hits a three. Monk finds Sasha for an easy layup. 39-27 Kings with a 12-point lead to end the quarter. Second quarter, Fox and Sasha Vazenkov hit two threes each. Monk does this beautiful spin move and hits a midi and one over Grayson Allen, who also uh, was on one tonight. Kings bench with a 20-2 advantage over the Suns bench. Fox gets a steal in the slam. Kings up 17 to end the half. Honestly, my co-host, we could just talk about the first half if you want. Uh, I mean, I thought the ball was moving. Um, I thought Fox got going, you know, got going early. Uh, Domas doing his normal thing, running the offense, uh, getting everyone involved early, getting those assists, getting those rebounds. Um, I thought Kevin Herter uh, started off the game really well, especially on defense with uh, two steals pretty quickly. Um, Harrison Barnes with a quick eight points as well. So that was nice to see. Uh, yeah. So the first half, first half, I thought they, you know, were playing really great defense. They were flying around, moving the ball around. Um, I think we had like 28 assists or something, uh, crazy in that first half. So, um, yeah, definitely a great first half from the team. Yeah. I mean, it was a solid first half. They were, they were playing well. They were playing connected on both sides of the ball. Uh, De'Aaron was playing well. Domas was playing well. Um, Sasha came off the bench and it was playing well as two. And I, I'd like to see more minutes for him as well. Yeah. Nothing really to say in the first half, but we all know what happened in the second. So third quarter herder Domas and uncle Keeks all hit threes. Sons to make a running cut the lead to 12 Fox. It's a beautiful midi. Kings are up 96, 84 to end the quarter. Fourth quarter, Domas battles his way to an end one in a crowd of Suns players. The Kings bench explodes. Suns announcer Eddie Johnson says, back in the day, they'd call Domas dirt strong. Fox right corner three, and he's up 31 points at this point with eight minutes to go. Fox misses a midi, gets his own rebound, passes back to Keegan. Splash. And that was later in the quarter. Sophie Cunningham, Mercury player, also Suns color commentator, she goes, Oh, that rebound and that three was a dagger. Everybody in that arena that's a Suns fan is deflated. But let's move forward. Suns cut the lead to 12. Suns make a run. Kings get careless. Uh, Scores tied with a few seconds to go. Kevin Durant is fouled, hits two free throws. Uh, 1.8 seconds left. Uh, Monk misses a... Hail Mary three at the top. 
Suns win 119-117. Literally, I would say it was the Kings with 40 minutes of almost perfect basketball, and they threw it away in the final frame. Elizabeth, Naima, your thoughts? Honestly, it was just completely unacceptable. You cannot lose a game. You are up 20 points with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I don't know how that happens without just, like, recklessness and carelessness. Like, Malik turned over the ball how many times when he was handling it in those last few minutes. Of course, it's like a team thing. But I think that's one of the reasons why we lost the game. I mean, I don't – like, it's – they, you knew the momentum, right, was on the sun side, and yet King seemed to just not care. Um, honestly, this game just pissed me off. I don't usually have games that piss me off at all because I'm like, whatever, a loss is a loss. But this, I, I was heated watching that. I'm like, I cannot believe it. And I felt, I feel like we all felt it coming where, um, we we're probably gonna lose the game after they cut it to single digits, if any, or like by 12 or something. We're like, Yep, they're probably going to win this game now that they have it. Like you know, and you can't you can't allow that when you have a team um, who has Kevin Durant, one of the greatest players of all time through generations and eras. So it's just like I don't I don't know what the hell is up with the this Kings team after like literally what happened last game and now this game and this one was probably the most unacceptable loss of the entire season, being up twenty two. Like uh, I. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand. You know, you go into half, you have four turnovers. And that fourth quarter, I think you finished with eight turnovers. Just being careless with the ball. um, Just settling for threes. uh, You know, just doing silly freaking shit. Um, That's going to happen when a team locks up on defense. and. you fucking play, you know, like that, and you let a team, you know, get some momentum, I mean, that's the result you're going to get, and that's embarrassing. I mean, that's really embarrassing for them. Um, I mean, that's that's a that's a bad loss. You can't you can't lose like that, and uh, for them to do that, um, that's just a that's just a really bad look. Uh, just lazy all around, and uh, they gotta they gotta take a look in the mirror after that, and you know, take some accountability because that loss is just absolutely unacceptable. Shout out Grayson Allen who hit nine threes. Uh, apparently he was a sun system and the only person doing any damage uh, for most of the game. Um, shout out coach Vogel for putting in that lineup that for whatever reason with Eric Gordon, Grayson, uh, Durant Booker, uh, who was their big, someone let me know uh, during the, those final minutes. I mean, for whatever reason that worked, and it was only a matter of time before Kevin Durant started doing KD things. They were um, Eubanks, yeah, yeah, Eubanks. Well, even KD played some five towards the end. Yeah, KD played small ball five near the end. Yeah. So yeah, genius move on on Vogel's part. Uh, also, shout out to Chimezi Metu. Uh, I, I love that he's he's earning his contract, and he'll probably get another one, and he's going to stay in the league. Uh, uh, you know, so it's nice to see him do well. I mean, what can you say? They screwed the pooch. Like I said, they played 40 minutes of great basketball and, and just threw the game away. And, and this is tough because, I, you know, I know everybody says that maybe the Portland loss was the first one 
or one of the many Pelicans losses, but this one I'm salty about only because they played so damn well, only to shit the bed. You know what I mean? So this one stinks. Like, let Dame time be Dame time. Okay, fine. That was pretty magnificent, just as a basketball fan. But this bullshit, where I think they beat themselves, I don't think the Suns did too much uh, on the defensive end to disrupt the Kings' rhythm. Honestly, I don't even know. Like, as a as a Kings player, when you walk into that locker room, how do you even react? How do you like look yourself like and go like like and because you lost that game when you know you had it, you had it, and you just you're like, here, sons, we don't give a shit about winning. Apparently, just take this win. Who cares? Like that's what it seemed like. I'm like, I I don't know how you Mike Brown even faces them I, I would go straight to the press conference and do the press conference and like hop on the plane to go back to sacramento because i don't know I, I i mean if the players can't you know play with effort and uh, want to win in games like this i i don't know how to um fire them up or whatever give give a fucking speech like i don't know because i i'm I, i'm speechless honestly after that game well as far as the post presser is concerned like if i was mike brown i, I would just videotape an apology right and then just put the lap the laptop up there and just play that and not even be at the press conference right like just be like i'm sorry and then maybe have a video of a malik monk apologizing for the last two games um and you know i know people are going to come down on on malik Mm -hmm. uh, especially during a game where, where sasha did well i still don't think this was sasha's breakout game he could do better than this i know he can but he had a great game as well uh, and so it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. But instead, yeah, especially, man, they especially literally, like, th- this game was a meme. It was literally the fuck mm-hmm. around and find out me. Literally. And it's unfortunate. Like uh, for Mike Brown to like, you know, stand up for his players like that in the last game. And, you know, we, we did play better as soon as he um, like, you know, was fired up and got ejected and everything. We did play better, but then to, do whatever the hell this was tonight. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know. Then I don't know what else could have made them play, play harder. If you want to, if you want to say that you're an NBA team, this is a, you know, a league. It's hard to play. It doesn't matter if a team sucks or not. Like teams are going to come out and compete. You, you see it every night, great teams losing to like supposedly bad teams at the bottom of the league. So you can't just like, you know, just sleep on uh, teams, especially because this game, no, like the big, whatever, the big three, like Beal, KD, Booker, until the end, like Kevin, KD didn't really shoot well. So it's just like, you got to take advantage of that. The fact that that's probably why you were up 20 points, right? Um, They didn't shoot well, so they're not hitting shots. So um, yeah, you just got to, the Kings, the Kings need to stop doing this bullshit. Honestly, I'm sick of it. I'm sure all, Kings fans are sick and tired of it too. Well, you got to remember, it's really not a big three. It's just a big one. It's it's Grayson Allen. He's exactly. The Grayson He's Allen. the system. Yep, you're right. Don't you're forget right. that. Um, right. <laughs> seriously. Farrell, um, thank you so much for your patience. What's going on? How's it going? Uh, appreciate you for letting me up here. What's going on, Liz? How you doing? Much love what to you, girl? always. Um, so... Trying to get into the space uh, a couple times when you first enter in the space, it's just very silent. 
like literally moment of silence type shit. And then um, I I thought it was like the app, whatever. So I closed the app and stuff and all that, reopened it, came in here again, and it was still silent. So once I requested it and you were able uh, to let me up here, I was able to hear everything from then on out. So that's kind of what people are probably talking about in your comments. Just want to let you know. Um, but to the game, because I watched uh, most of it up until, uh, you know, the ending of the fourth quarter and everything. You guys really like and I'm from California. I am a Heat fan, but like I am from California. So I do watch a lot of the Kings and I love your guys' team. I, I think you guys like have a good young team. You guys move the ball really well. And as a Heat fan, this year we've been terrible in transition. So it's like a breath of fresh air watching you guys uh, in the transition because you guys execute at a high level. And you guys were doing that a lot tonight. I thought every, the, the ball movement, I think for the first three quarters, you guys were doing everything possible to win that game. And you the ball movement was good. You guys should be reliant on your three-point shooting in a sense because you guys have made, I think, the fifth most three-pointers uh, in the season this year. So I see why you guys are relying on your three, and it is detrimental, especially when a team is coming back when you guys are missing shots and everything. Um, but it's like the flow of the game. Grayson Allen uh, went off for 31 against us. So seeing him light it up, I knew it was kind of trouble in that kind of sense, just because the Suns, it like if you can neutralize at least like Grayson Allen or Eric Gordon, uh, especially with their three-point shooting, because they're really streaky guys, if you can neutralize one of them in the game, you can definitely pull out a win because all the other guys aren't really going to give you much other than obvious KD, Book, and Beal. So um, when it comes to those other limiting those other guys, I think that you guys didn't execute that at a high level. So, I mean, shout out to Phoenix's role players because obviously they got to go out there and do the job. But on the missed free throws, um, that's always tough. It, it happens in games, but these are one of those games that you guys can learn to build off of and know how to execute better moving forward, especially when you guys watch the tape in the fourth quarter. It's a lot of like minor adjustments that you guys just need to make. Like Liz said, like run your offense through, um, you know, uh, DeMontis Sabonis. Um, and that'll help because he really like eases you guys your guys's offense and he definitely sets your guys's uh like your other guys up for success but appreciate you for letting me up here uh Farrell, thanks for coming through yeah no uh you're not wrong uh i think there's been times where this team kind of looks very heliocentric we look like the fucking atlanta hawks unfortunately we actually win though you know what i mean where the fox is just centered around fox because he's just leveled up to like this MVP type of level. So we rely on him. He's shooting more threes than ever, and everybody else is shooting less threes. Yeah, we totally look like that. Um, and unfortunately, I think you're right. It would be nice for 
the Kings to just go to Domas in, in crunch time, not all the time, but just vary it up. Cause I do think when we go heliocentric, we do get predictable, especially with uh, the Monk and Fox combination. But again, uh, most of the time it works, but lately it hasn't. I think like, do people know that Monty actually is like at every game and watches this? Like he knows things need to change. Like we aren't rolling with this squad for the next five fucking years, y'all. Like it's a process again. I've said it again and I'll keep saying it. Like the roster will be shaken up. Things will happen, but you got to do it at the right time. You got to do it for the right pieces. You can't make a move just to make a move to satisfy people because that's what the old Kings did. They made stupid moves to do, do stupid shit. They overpaid people. They did silly trades that didn't make fucking sense. So we have to be patient and I get it. People don't want to be patient because we've been waiting so long for a good Kings team. But now that we finally have the building, you know, the foundation, we can start building off of that. And now that you're starting to see, you know, Fox take a step in his game. Sabonis play the way he's playing. Keegan taking another leap in his game. Um, you have that foundation, that solid foundation to continue building. And you have to kind of find the right pieces to build around that. You have Malik coming off the bench. Um, you know, I think Trey Lyles is obviously a great piece. Um, you have some guys that, you know, eventually, you know, could step up. I do think Colby Jones eventually in a couple years could definitely be a really good piece for this team. Um, he just needs to get that experience. And I think him playing down in the G League uh, is really, really smart for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna get it figured out. Uh, I mean, don't... I want people to be um, prepared if there's not a major shakeup at this trade deadline because, you know, we're linked to all these different players and, you know, Jeremy Grant, Kyle Kuzma still, you know, being linked to Siakam. Um, and... With the way Monty has been working, I mean, we're not really leaked. We're not leaked, kind of, you know, once we actually get, like, notification of a trade. We're not leaked because if y'all remember, like, there was no leaks about fucking Tyrese Halliburton getting shipped off to Indiana. Like, literally none. That was the most surprising thing, I think, anyone and caught everyone in this fan base off of guard. Off guard. So... You guys need to be prepared that there might not be a major shakeup at this trade deadline. And then we might have to wait into the offseason to see, you know, kind of what happens. So I'm just letting y'all know now, because I know people's timelines are going to be going crazy come trade deadline. If there's not a major shakeup, they're going to be like, fire Monty. What the fuck is Monty doing? Da, 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 da. Just be prepared for that. And that's okay, because again, you don't want to make a move just to make a move if it doesn't benefit your team in both the short run and the long run. Because again, this is a process. You're not going to win a championship overnight. It takes time to build a championship contending team. So we will get there. I have faith in this front office. So just breathe, guys. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. But I will say uh, the fact that they dominated 90% of this game is probably uh, the most painful part. Unlike the Bucks game where it was back and forth, uh, we actually came back from that and then took the lead. And then you know what I mean. So when oh, it's a tight sure. battle and then you lose to a game of little three, I could respect that. But with this, I feel like they beat themselves, and that's the sucky part about it. 
that's the awful part. So it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, yeah, and yeah, I know. I'm going to use my own advice and, and do my own reset. Um, and, and this reset will keep me from going too low. But my goodness, uh, what I'll be telling myself is, is yeah, uh, let's get the bumps over early. Uh, let's go through a rough patch now instead of later. Um, and, and that's all I could say. But seriously, uh, Houston is interested in Barnes, apparently. Give me Jay Sean Tate. He's a dog, and he gets after it. Give me players like that. Um, forgot who else I wanted to see um, that are on the Rockets, but it, it's like if he's available because because he's way low on the um, rotation for the Rockets right now, he's low usage. Hook that up if they do want Harrison Barnes, and figure out another player to match the salary. Uh, so. I'll just put out there, put that out there. Uh, maybe it comes to fruition. Who knows? Um, I appreciate everyone coming through, even though apparently nobody could hear me. Um, you guys are the best. Good day. Good night. And light the beam.